Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Season 3, Episode 2 of Zay's Controversies and Opinions. We got another great episode on the mic for y'all today, and we're so excited that you are here to join us as always. Before we get started, if you are new or have been here for a while and end up loving my content or are loving my content already, go follow my other social media outlets. All my socials are the same at Zay's Controversies and Opinions. You guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. So yeah, please go hit up my other socials. Um, Now back to it. Today, my special guest is my good friend, Dillard Sutherland, and he is here to discuss our controversy today. And folks, it's going to be a good one. Dillard, my man, how are you doing? You know what? I'm doing really well, and I'm honored to be here. And I've been wanting to come for a while, and I'm glad to finally be here. So what's on the menu for today, Zay? (laughs) Nice rhyme there, man. That's a new one. But on a serious note, we will be talking about the disproportionate percentage of minority students in Southern universities, specifically Clemson, where we're at right now. Um, We will be breaking down the income gap in regards to race and low-income minority families. Um, We are students here at Clemson University, and there is an obvious issue here at Clemson in which there isn't a high uh, minority percentage. Wow, what a great topic. I'm really excited to get into this. This is definitely a major problem here, and I feel like it isn't being talked about enough, and I'm glad we're finally going to do that here today. Yeah, man. Honestly, it needs to be talked about everywhere, and we could start by talking about it here on this episode today. Um, in order to find out why there isn't a um, strong minority percentage of students here at Clemson and Southern Universities in general, uh, we have to d- dig deep into the roots of this issue, and we have to talk about why minorities aren't really going to college. Uh, this seems obvious, but um, obviously income is a huge part of it and how much families make, and if they can't even afford to send their kids away, to school. Um, That's really bad. Um, In the state of South Carolina, college education is very expensive. Um, According to Clemson University's um, website, if you were a South Carolina resident, you would be paying uh, $15,600 in tuitions and fees, uh, $12,000 for room and board, and $1,200 approximately for books and supplies. And that generally rounds up to about $29,000. That can look menacing, but if you are not a South Carolina resident like myself, the tuition doubles um, and you will get around $51,600 total. And that's that's a lot of money and it's difficult to pay for in general. Damn, that's a whole lot of money. And the sad thing is low-income families and families of color most likely have a hard time paying for this. And it's just so sad. I read a detailed study by the United States Department of Education that stated stated from 1974 to 2014, the gap between black students and white students had increased by from only 6% to 13% in regards to students get, even getting a bachelor's degree. It correlates perfectly to minority and low-income parents not having the ability to send their kids to college. Exactly, and the craziest thing is that Clemson happens to be in the top 15 um, in diversity, but Hispanic students only make up about 3.3% of Clemson's total undergraduate population, and black students only make up eh, 4.6% of the undergraduate population. So calling this school quote-unquote diverse is such an understatement. Yeah, I mean, I did some preliminary research before this episode, and according to Data USA, black people make up 38% of total poverty in the state of South Carolina. Strangely, white people make up around 44% of the poverty population. This ratio is inconsistent, though, 
with there only being 300,058 that. You can't throw numbers like this at me. Um, 300,058. I can't read numbers. 358,309. 309 white people living in poverty <laughs> compared to the 317,757 black people living in poverty. Exactly, man. It's inconsistent because white people make up around $3,434,000 of the state, while blacks less than half of that number, half of that number, with 1,363,000 people. And I just found this information just by a simple Google search. Um, the number shouldn't be this close. Basically, there's a much smaller population of blacks in the state, but the poverty population is almost the same, just by off a few thousand. Um, minority parents can't send their kids to school with this number, and it's only increasing by the day. It's so difficult to talk about this issue because many people deny this and try to say that everyone can get into college, even if they take loans. But the problem with that is the fact that these low-income, mostly minority families cannot afford to pay off that debt, and it becomes even, even worse for a family. Yeah, and that's why you see these disproportionate percentages of minority, low-income families going to universities and attaining degrees. I was just thinking about this, and it, it seems like there's a cycle of poverty occurring, and it's really sad. The repetitive cycle of a minority's family children not going to college, and it just goes on every generation, and it just gets progressively worse and worse. Yeah, and with all this information being presented, um, it's not right that Clemson is a top 15 school in diversity because in reality, it's not. It just has a better minority population compared to other universities. Isaiah, you know, but just so all of our listener, listeners know, I'm from Tennessee and I've known about this issue for a while. And I also know that the highest unemployment rates in the country pertaining to minorities and living in poverty is worse in the South more than any other area of the country. And it's been like that since 1863 when all the slaves were lawfully freed, not socially. Yeah, and the funny thing is, you know, living in Colorado, I went to a primarily white school with around 4,000 students, and there were only around 200 to 250 black students um, in smaller numbers with other minority ethnic groups. Um, when I accepted my admission to the school, I assumed, hey, I'd see a whole lot more black people. I'm in the South, right? But I haven't. I know we're not um, at full capacity right now since we're in the summer, but I have not seen a whole lot of minorities here. Um, I've been blessed to have the funds and smarts to be here, and many people of uh, colored skin have been able to, and I am thankful for that every day. I, I feel like there's no immediate solution to this, and time was the only thing that came to me was time, but all it's doing is making this situation worse. Yeah, exactly, and I hope our country's government can help with all these low-income family, families and break this uh, never-ending, recurring cycle of poverty. Hey, man, you know, in the government we trust, am I right? <laughs> yeah, in the government we trust. Our country's job is to provide and support the people with opportunities, and we need to make that available to all people, regardless of race, gender, sexuality, etc. 
Hey, Doge, you're exactly right with that. You're saying what you're saying, and our government needs to take uh, more affirmative action would be the correct terms for that, um, to help people who are in need. Never mind sending underprivileged people to college, but providing a roof over people's heads and three meals a day for everyone. Well said. Well, um, that concludes our episode for today. Um, And I thank you for coming on here and talking with me about this controversy. And our viewers are very fortunate and lucky to have you. Yes, of course. I loved our discussion today, and I hope to be back soon. You betcha. Um, Well, we have um, all that wrapped up. You guys know the drill. If you love the episode, go follow all my socials at Zay's Controversies and Opinions. Um, With that being said, thank you all for listening, and stay tuned for Saturday's next episode on the mic at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. It's going to be a good one. Thank you.